Amen. You know, there is a very familiar story. I'm just going to dive right in and then we're going to respond to God's word. There is a very familiar story throughout the Gospels, but in the book of Mark, chapter number 10, it speaks about one, and we know it very well. His name was Jairus, and was Jairus as he was coming uh, to Jesus. We know that he says, I have a, a daughter that is sick that is at home, and I need you to come and heal her. Well, what's interesting about that story is that his daughter was 12 years old. So he had a 12-year-old problem at home. And while Jesus told him that I was coming to your house, I'm coming to your house to heal your 12-year-old daughter, there was another 12-year-old issue that was trying to get to him as well. So the 12-year-old daughter is at home sick, but there's a woman, the Bible says, that have an issue of blood. And she's been having this issue of blood for 12 years. So you've got a 12-year-old daughter at home, but you got a 12-year-old your old issue that's coming to touch the hem of his garment. I want you to know no matter how long it's been, no matter what direction it's coming from, God is still able to heal your body. And so it's important for us to understand that as he's speaking to the woman, because the woman touched the hem of his garment, that she was made whole. The Bible says because of her faith, her faith is what brought the healing in her body. But then as he's speaking to this woman, people come from Jairus's home saying, trouble the master no more. Your daughter is dead. So while he's dealing with one 12 year old issue, there's another issue at home that's 12 years old. Now she has died. But Jesus looks at Jairus and just simply says, says don't be afraid only believe and it is important here today that everyone grabs hold to that that as we see people become delivered healed set free don't worry about if God or don't let the enemy try to confuse you that God has forgot about your problem it seems like your problems only getting worse while other people are getting better no my friend you need to grab hold to don't be afraid only believe because you've got to understand that if Jesus said he's coming by your house or if Jesus said he's going to heal you, you've got to believe that God is going to perform exactly what he said he's going to do. It does not matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what it feels like. It doesn't matter if you walked in here today saying, well, I don't think everything is going to work out the way I thought it would be because my situation is dead. No, God is a resurrector of life. He's able to bring things back that look like they're dead. He's able to raise things up that seems like they're flatlined. I wish I had about two witnesses in here that knew that God is able to do the impossible. Hallelujah. Uh, and, 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 and so we have to understand uh, that, 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 that principle that, that the Lord is able to do uh, just that. And, and what's uh, uh, unique here, and it's in Matthew chapter number 9, I believe I said Mark chapter number 10, but it's in Matthew chapter number 9 is what I'm speaking about. But it's found in, in other gospels as, as, as well. What's interesting about that story is, is that if you read Matthew, Mark, and Luke, it tells of the same story. It speaks about Jairus. It speaks about the woman with the issue of blood but if you read in the book of Matthew chapter number nine Matthew is the only one that continues the story everyone else every other gospel stops the story and then you move on to a different chapter but in Matthew chapter number nine it actually continues the story where if you read in Matthew chapter number nine it speaks about that as Jesus came out of the house after the the 12 year old girl has now risen from the dead she has now risen from the dead the Bible says that Jesus departed well as he's departing the Bible speaks about two blind men 
It says two blind men are now crying out to him saying, Lord, have mercy upon us. Jesus, have mercy upon us. It speaks about two blind men that are now following him. Jesus begins to say, do you believe that I am able to heal you? And they said, yes, Lord, we believe. But what I would like for us to dig into and think about for a moment, how long has those blind men been following Jesus? How long has those blind men had someone else guiding him, following? him I wonder because remember Jesus shows up Jarius gets to him and says you got to come to my house because I've got a 12 year old daughter that is sick and she's about to die well on the way to his house a woman with the issue of blood begins to touch him and she said within herself if I can just touch the hem of his garment I know I'll be made whole so now not only is he walking to Jairus's house he stops to talk to a woman he continues to Jairus's house raises her daughter excuse me his daughter from the grave and now you got these two blind men crying out to Jesus saying we need some help too so I wonder if we can just kind of think about this for a moment I wonder if those blind men were there when Jarius showed up because if they was there they still had to wait on, on not only Jarius to receive what he believed but they were also waiting on the woman with the issue of blood so they were following Jesus following Jesus following Jesus but not they're not the only ones following Jesus there's a whole host of people a crowd of people following Jesus and here are these blind men that are saying I don't care how long it takes I'm not leaving here I'm not going back home until I go home seeing you need to understand what I'm saying because oftentimes when we come into the presence of God or when you're going throughout life, you will see things taking place in your life that is not happening the way that you think it should go or on the timeline that you think it should go. And you see other people getting healed. You see other people being delivered. You see God walking to other people's house and their relationships, but yet your relationship in your home seems to be more broken now than it ever was. But these blind men had a determination that you and I need to have here today that I don't care how long I need to follow Jesus I'm not leaving here without my healing I don't care whose house he goes to I'm a follow him to their house I don't care where he goes I'm a follow him over there if he's healing over here I'm a following over here but I'm not going back home until my eyes are open and when Jesus came out of the house the blind men must have had some people that were with him that said hey Jesus is available Jesus is available and those blind men said Jesus have mercy upon us and I've come to cry out to somebody Jesus is available Jesus is available. I don't care what you're dealing with. You need to cry out to the Lord until you receive what belongs to you. Hallelujah. And the important thing about this church is that we are not a culture church, but we are a kingdom church. What does that mean? Culture teaches you to sit down, be quiet, don't make any noise when you come to church. That's what culture teaches you. The culture teaches you it's okay to yell, scream, and shout at a ball game, but you have to sit still and be quiet in the house of God that's what culture teaches you but we are not a culture church we are a kingdom church and if you are a kingdom church you recognize when King Jesus is in the house and if King Jesus is in this house I'm going to yell I'm going to shout I'm going to lift my voice to get the king's attention hallelujah 
now, now, now. Listen to me what I'm saying here. What I'm simply saying is, is that you must understand that these blind men had to follow Jesus everywhere he went. Everywhere he went, they not only followed him, but they had to be guided by somebody else. Think about that. Because these blind men, well, they're blind. They had to be guided by somebody else. That's why it's good sometimes to have a little bit of help. Don't reject help. Don't reject assistance. Don't reject people that try to guide you along and say, hey, Jesus is in the house. You know he can help you. He can fix your problems. You've been running everywhere. You've been running to this church, that church, this doctor, that hospital. I'm telling you, you're in the right place at the right time because King Jesus is in this house and there's going to be healing that takes place in your body so amen uh-huh. So, so while we're talking about blind men, let's talk about another blind man. The Bible says there's a blind man by the name of Bartimaeus. And the Bible says that Bartimaeus heard that Jesus was coming back out of Jericho because the scripture says he went into Jericho, then he came back out of Jericho. And then the scripture lets us know that blind Bartimaeus begins to scream out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. Well, then the Bible says that people told him to be quiet. It's not your time. You need to be quiet. You need to hush up. We have protocol here. But then blind Bartimaeus said, no, I'm going to cry out the more. The Bible uses the words a great deal. He began to cry out a great deal. Well, then he began to cry out a great deal. The Bible says that Jesus stood still. See, that ought to get your attention right there. That if you want Jesus to stop in his tracks, you've got to lift up your voice. You cannot sit there and want healing with your mouth shut. You can't sit there and want deliverance with your mouth closed. But somebody needs to lift their hand hands and lift their voice somebody shout Jesus because when you shout the name that's above every name I'm sorry all of heaven will stand still and if you got Jesus attention it's no telling what can happen hallelujah yeah now, 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 I, I, I'm really trying to remain calm here because I, I want you to grab hold to what I'm saying. The scripture says that Jesus stood still and then he called the blind man. And then the blind man had on a garment that represented his handicap. And before he got to Jesus, the Bible says he took off his garment representing the handicap. Now, there's three points here that I would like to highlight because the blind man exercised faith. How do we know that? Because when Jesus healed him, he says, your faith has made you whole now let's backtrack the woman with the issue of blood was healed but Jesus said your faith has made you whole when he gets to Jairus's daughter's house people were laughing at him because they didn't believe that she was dead and that he was going to raise her up because Jesus said she's just sleeping and so Jesus said okay if you don't believe everybody out and then when we healed the two blind men after he came out of Jairus's house he says do you believe that I can do it they said yes Lord so it shows that we need faith so we can't just be in the presence of God and expect a healing from God if we don't have faith in God that he's able to do it Okay, did y'all follow me right there? So you must have faith. And then your faith will be exercised based on how you yell out to him or how you call upon him. And so there's faith here that Barnabas is exercising. There's three levels to it. First of all, Jesus was coming out. Someone had to notify them that Jesus was coming back out of the city because they're blind. And once they heard that Jesus was coming out, they began to yell out, Jesus, thou son of David. 
David, have mercy upon me. There's the first step. First, they had to believe that Jesus was going to hear their cry. That's step number one. And then after they cried, people told them to be quiet. And see, that happens oftentimes. When you begin to cry out to the Lord, people around you or even your self-conscious will begin to tell you to be quiet. Why are you lifting your voice? Why are you shouting? Why are you screaming? Why are you believing? Don't you know it's always going to be this way? Don't you know you've been living like this for years after year? Your marriage is the same. Your house is the same. Situations are the same. Your body is the same. Your heart's the same everything will tell you to keep your mouth shut but then the second level of faith was they cried the more a great deal so that's telling me that the more the enemy tells me no I'm getting closer to a yes I think you missed that right there. I said, the more the enemy is telling you no, that means I'm one step closer to a yes. He says, be quiet, I'm a shout. He says, sit down, I'm a leap. He says, it's not happening. I know it's going to happen. And I believe that God is in this house. And if you believe it, clap your hands unto the Lord. Uh huh. So, so, so. Let me move through this. So the first level was they called. The second level was they told them to be quiet, but then they cried out the more a great deal. But then there's a third level. And that third level is that we must reach that level today. Okay. There's a third level. The third level was is now that they cried out the more a great deal. Jesus stops and they call upon the blind man. Jesus called upon the blind man. Then you've got to respond in faith. That's the third level. The Bible says that he removed his garment or cast off, the scripture says. He cast it off. He cast off his garment. Why is that faith? Because the garment represented the blindness. The garment represented a handicap. The garment represented what was wrong with him. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's no different than you walking around with a handicap license plate or a handicap sticker. It's like you going out there just ripping that license plate off, throwing it away, saying, I'm no longer handicapped. No, I'm not telling nobody to do that right now. (laughs) You keep that thing on there and you drive safe, praise God. But when it comes to your healing, when it comes to your deliverance, you've got to cast off the thing that's been holding you down for so long. And notice that he cast it off before he was healed. He wasn't even healed yet, but he said, if I've got Jesus's attention, then I believe that I'm going to be made whole. I'm not leaving out of here without being delivered. And so he cast off the garment, came to Jesus, and Jesus still asked him, what do you want me to do? Hallelujah. He said, I want to receive my sight. And Jesus said, your faith, your faith has made you whole. It's, oh my God. It's not because I touched you. It's not because I spoke into you. It's because of your faith. I'm telling somebody right now, I don't care where you're sitting at. If you need to be made whole, it's not because somebody's going to touch you. It's not because someone's going to lay hands upon you. It's going to be because of your faith. And your faith is going to make you whole. Because I believe healing 
is in this place. And I believe healing is going to take place this morning. I believe people that are dealing with any type of physical elements in their body, God's getting ready to heal you. Come on, come on, musicians. Come on back. Musicians, singers, come on back. Any physical element in your body. Now, singer, musician, if you have conditions in your body, that comes first, okay? Anything that's going on in your body, I'm telling you, God's getting ready to heal it. Anything that's going on in your home, God's getting ready to heal that. Those of you that are suffering with any type of uh, mental thing as far as anxiety and depression and things that are hitting hard against you, God's getting ready to touch that. He's getting ready to heal that. I'm telling you. Uh, you see, see, remember, first step, Jesus is in the room. So the first step is you got to call out to him. That's the first step. All right? That's the first step. Then once you begin to call out to him, you're going to hear voices that tell you to be quiet. I'm trying to walk you through how to be delivered right now. There's going to be voices that tell you, "Mm, he's not talking to me. Mm, This is not for me. Cry out the more. Your voice has to overcome the enemy's voice. Because you know it is not the will of God for you to walk out of here the same way you walked in here. You know that's not the will of God. Anyone that ever encountered Jesus never left the same. So why do you have to leave the same? Why do you have to leave the same? And we are a kingdom church, not a culture church. We don't abide by the culture rules in here. I'm sorry. We just don't come in here and sit down, be quiet, sing kumbaya, and go home the exact same way and check off a box and say, well, I went to church today. No, my friend. We are a kingdom church. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. That's what the Bible says. And we believe that King Jesus dwells in this place. And if King Jesus is in this place, well, I believe that anything can happen. Anything can happen. Notice that he healed. little girl because her daddy came to Jesus somebody here today you may have someone in your home that is dealing with any type of sickness any type of disease you got excuse because it hits home it hits home you may be dealing with something in your home but daddy came to Jesus Say, hey, I'm not coming for me, but I've got a daughter. I've got somebody at home. And I know if you come, I know that you can I know that you can heal them. I know that you can. But when you come to Jesus today, I feel the anointing of God. Come on, I need our ministry team. Ministry team, come on up here right now. Come on, just come get ready, get ready. Come on up here, get ready. Because people are going to start coming and we're going to start believing and God's going to start healing. But I want you to know that when you come up here, I'm telling you that Jesus is going to heal it. And if you see other people receiving their deliverance and it seems like God is ignoring you, don't be afraid. Only believe. 
because Jesus knows exactly what he's doing. He's going to come by and touch your life. He's going to come by and touch your body. He's going to come by and heal your heart. He's going to, glory be to God. In the name of Jesus, I wonder if we'll take the first step. We'll stand to our feet and just begin to call on Jesus. Come on, that's the first level. That's the first level. That's the first level. Come on, come on. Jesus is about to heal. He wants to heal every individual in here. Don't you stop. Don't stop. Don't stop at nothing. And when you come up here, I want you to lift your hands and lift your voice and cry out a great deal. I said cry out a great deal before anybody touches you. Come on, lift your hands, lift your voice, begin to cry out a great deal. Knowing that God will hear, he will answer in Jesus' name. 